0: Welcome back to the Work of Wellbeing podcast. I'm Amy Green, your host from The Wellness Strategy, and we're here to talk about all things personal and professional well-being. This podcast is designed to help you become curious and consider your everyday well-being strategies, what you do for your own wellness, and how you can start to transform your life both in and out of the workplace. Sit back, grab a cup of tea, maybe grab a notepad, a journal, and get ready to feel really enlightened about what well-being used to be what it is now, and where you can take your own wellness strategy. Hey, wonderful people, how are you? I am a little bit mesmerized by the fact that it's February 2024 already. Um, It's my nephew's birthday yesterday, which is exciting for him, turning eight crazy. Uh, And, you know, I think having Realise that it's february i feel a little bit like wow where did january go and i'm not ready for the year i still feel like i'm not ready for 2024 um and so i was thinking you know in this space of where perhaps time has gone faster than you would have liked or perhaps if you're feeling like me and you're not ready for 2024 let's use this as a reset i saw this post um on instagram or something which was along the lines of 2024 for me starts in February because January is pretty much a write-off between uh, new year and public holidays and easing back into it. And so let's see January as this transition into uh, the new year and ending the other year. And let's really not start 2024 until now. And that's how I feel. That's really how I feel. Like, so if you have been feeling this sense of like, I'm just not on my game yet. I'm not in the swing of it. Um, I feel a little bit ugh, like I just maybe wasn't as prepared or I wasn't ready or it just, you know, just sprung up on you like I feel it did me. That's okay. I think January is a bit hard to digest because we have half of it in holiday mode and we're supposed to get back into work and then students arrive, there's a public holiday in there. And so it can be hard. Um, and I have visited many schools already this year and I've got a few more to go as part of onboarding and introductory, which is exciting. Um, and I am getting this sense of like, I don't know if I'm ready to do this. I don't know if I'm ready to you know, think about my well-being. I don't know if I'm ready to start the year, but then also anticipation and excitement because, yeah, we do, we do, we do, we do. So I thought today what might be useful in this episode is for me to unpack some of the really simple things. Now, this is simple, 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 uh, simple things that can help you now, but also as the year unfolds, because I suppose February is about getting these foundation pieces right, or in place or moving. Um, and I've just come off the back of like a big 10 day work trip. And I let some of these foundation pieces go and I really am noticing it. And it again, got me thinking about as much as we want wellbeing to have long-term change in the workplace and it should, and, and I'm really passionate about long-term sustainable strategy and solution. We have to remind ourselves that it's about what we do as well. and you know in some of the pd days i've been delivering there's been feedback around you know specific strategies and things to do and the honest answer is i can provide you with a hundred things to do but i don't know if they're going to work for you so you have to have a little bit of discernment around choosing a strategy that's appropriate um also being okay with knowing that it may not work because that's part of it and two having some Autonomy and taking some responsibility in researching these things yourself. I think sitting back and waiting for someone else to provide you with the answers or the list, or thinking that I'm going to be able to give you everything in a PD day, uh, it, you know, it's it's probably a really big expectation to put on me. And in all honesty, I can't I can't do that. There's just too many things that come into play here. So I'm going to talk about some really basic ones today that I think, as I mentioned, are just going to help all of us move into the year with ease. Now, we are talking things about, and we're talking about things like nutrition or hydration, movement. Can you hear? I'm so sorry. I'm just yawning, yawning, yawning. Um, I'm quite tired. As I mentioned, I've just had that big um, travel period. And one thing that was impacted was my sleep, sleeping in different rooms, not having the same routine, um, my nutrition wasn't as it is normally, and all of these things have just dramatically impacted my energy and function, so much so that I just didn't do anything yesterday. Um, I got in Wednesday night late from uh, Melbourne because I'd been in chuca and I just couldn't function yesterday, and that has reminded me why these things are so pivotal. So apart from the yawns, Um, Yeah, we're talking about hydration, movement, vitamins, energy, our nervous care system, body maintenance, all of those things, which, yep, I said sound easy, sound simple, but are sometimes the hardest things to prioritize. So let's get started. The first thing I want to draw your attention to as we start the year is fueling your body right. So fueling it in terms of, uh, you know, nutritious meals and not getting sucked into this 3pm chocolate thing. Uh, you know, thinking about, am I having enough protein or carbs or fats? Uh, am I incorporating a range of fruits and vegetables uh, and a range of like the rainbow, I suppose, different whole foods? Now, one of the reasons this is really important is because food's made up of macro and micronutrients. And so we want to be getting micronutrients, which ultimately come from fruits and vegetables, because that's what really supports our energy and ability to function. Now, as an educator, it's so easy to skip lunch, absolutely. And we don't really think it's gonna impact us because we can just hold on, hold on, uh, but it will. It catches up with you. I have a nutrition coach. I have coaches for lots of things. Um, I have a nutrition coach at the moment and I was doing this thing where I was skipping breakfast. I think I'd always kind of done it. I'm not that hungry in the morning. But I would train and exercise and um, then hit the ground running at work and just for some reason be able to go, go, go. And I noticed I was getting really tired of an evening and not having much energy and and she shared a great insight, which I thought, oh, that makes so much sense, sense you know, uh, even though I'm skipping breakfast and still being able to um, function until about 11 o'clock, which is when I normally ate, that energy deficit period, would, will, she said, will catch up to you later in the day. And so that's potentially what's happening around three o'clock for you. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? So for educators, if you're skipping lunch, that energy deficit is going to catch up with you at some point in time. So... It's not just about eating healthy, it's about you know thinking about that sustainable energy. So really thinking, am I eating more frequent meals throughout the day to be able to maintain steady energy and not letting yourself dip into that uh, deficit space. And that really aligns to with hydration, drinking water. Um, so you wanna stay hydrated overall, little sips all day. I consider things like herbal teas or um, no sugar uh, flavored waters. Uh, we want to stay away from things like sugary drinks and potentially even coffee and there's some really interesting research coming out around coffee the acidity of it what it does to our um, stomach what it can do to to our energy levels despite us thinking that it gives us a boost how it impacts sleep it impacts our ability to wake all of those things as well so just being really mindful especially when it's hot that we're drinking more water more frequently uh and let's get moving let's keep our body active as work begins, it's so easy to just sit at our desk and get consumed into the work, uh, staying in our classrooms, marking, planning, resourcing, whatever it might be, and we forget to move. Now, if you're someone that has a quite a large school environment or school grounds, you probably get a lots of steps, lots of steps in incidentally, uh, if you're moving around, but many of us don't do that. We kind of stay in our one area. And so incorporating short walks into your daily routine You know, even if you can find 10, 20, 30 minutes, maybe the lunchtime, can help boost your mood along with obviously improving cardiovascular health, but also can reduce stress. And this is where movement becomes really crucial for us as educators because we hold a lot of information, a lot of energy, a lot of emotions, and movement helps us to process that. It helps us to be able to reflect, it helps us to gain more clarity. Uh, So if you are able to, you know, use some brain breaks for yourself, take a little stretch break for yourself, uh, use your lunch break or in between classes to go for a quick walk, you're going to find that it really does help with your mood and your stress. Now let's also not forget uh, uh, vitamin D and that essential nutrient that we get from the sun, which really does help us with energy uh, revitalizing ourselves but it also helps with immune function and bone health. So being outside and I'm, I'm highlighting this because we now tend to spend a lot more time inside is really really uh, helpful for us to stay well and healthy and also for us to get that sense of refreshment during the day and vitamin D just has so many benefits. so if you can find five or ten minutes in your day to go out and be in, be in the sunshine, do that. Whether you're you're in the playground, whether it's playground duty, whether it's as you make your way to the car at the end of the day, take a moment to just pause, notice the sun, feel it on your skin. One ritual I've started building into my daily uh, routine that I really quite enjoy is taking my cup of tea because I don't drink coffee at the moment. Um, well, it's more a turmeric latte if I'm honest. Um, not that it has, not that it has a coffee element, but a turmeric powder. Um, out into the sun while I drink that and I take my, my cats out into the garden and let them have a run around as well and that 10 minutes which is probably all it is I just find so peaceful and calming and grounding it's my own time no one's talking to me I don't usually take my phone out with me. I'm just really present in that moment and getting my morning sunlight. And of course, we want to be mindful of when we're getting that sun because we don't want to expose ourselves to sunburn um, or not being protected in the sun. So, you know, slip, slop, slap, slide, shade, the five five of them. We want to be doing all of that as well. Um, So let's talk a little bit about sleep for energy. As I mentioned, this was something I did not have the best control over when I was traveling and that's part of it. Uh, and, you know, I talk about sleep and start yawning. If I was on holidays and traveling for holiday, it would be a totally different vibe But because I then was traveling and then trying to get up and present for a full day and all of that. Um, really, really, really was challenging. So prioritizing a good night's sleep is essential you know, somewhere between seven to nine hours. There's even research coming out that say women need more sleep than men now, um, which is just interesting because I think I definitely sleep a little bit more than my partner. Um, but, you know, our days can be busy. And so if you feel like you've been lacking in sleep and you want to be able to maintain that vitality throughout the day, um, I did work with a teacher once who used to be able to have naps in his lunch break, which I think's you know, amazing. But if you can't do that, even getting yourself into a into a meditative state or just some deep breathing can help, somewhere between three to five minutes can give you the same boost as having a short nap might. Uh, And sometimes that's because we're shallow breathing all of the time. So giving yourself a moment to take in deep breaths. You can even do things like blocking off your nostril, your left one and breathing through your right. And when you breathe through your right nostril, that's said to tap into masculine energy. So it's it's going to be um, an energy boost breath. And if you are wanting to calm, uh, your energy state or you're wanting to calm your emotional state uh, your left nostril is said to be more feminine so blocking your right nostril and taking some deep breaths through your left nostril and then to balance that you want to do alternate breathing through each um, so that's something you could build in your day we then also want to be connecting that to you. and how do we reduce stress because there are going to be moments throughout our day that are just stressful normal stress it's okay um, we're not trying to avoid them, but we are trying to work with them or work through them or better manage them. And so we want to build things into our routine that really help to calm that nervous system and reduce any stress or anxiety we might be feeling. Now, one of these uh, things that impact us is screens, being on screens all day. And this is going to really impact uh, our, our state in terms of how we're feeling in regards to always being on And that is what's going to impact um, our stress as well. So we want to be able to take short breaks when we are working throughout the day from screens because that is ultimately going to help uh, us, especially before bed, to limit exposure of things like um, that blue light and screen time, which will disrupt sleep patterns. So we want to be on top of that. We want to be able to say, I don't think this is right. I don't think that um, this is working. I think I need to like step away from screens. We wanna start to notice those feelings because taking short break from screens throughout the day, especially in the evening, is gonna help reduce stress, which is really gonna help us sleep better. And so we want all of those things because sleep ultimately impacts stress. And the better we sleep, the less stress we may feel, um, uh, the more real our perception of stress is. So if we're sleep deprived, it increases our perception of, of stress, all of those different things. So I wanted to share that with you today because Oh, we want to be focusing on what right, I am right now. How do I improve my energy levels? How do I reduce stress? And what areas of my overall health really do I need to pay attention to and boost? Now, this is a great time to do that because we are easing into the new into the new school year, uh, even the new work year. And this is an opportunity to think, you know, how did I go last year? What were some of those areas that worked or didn't work that were useful or not useful? Uh, what were some of the things last year that I would like to shift or change? What are some of the things I know I need to keep? And let's start doing those now if you haven't already. It's also an opportunity to use that reflection as a way of setting a new plan or a new way of uh, engaging in your wellness and daily habits throughout the day, week, month and year because we have to be intentional with this. You know, it's not... Done by chance, it's absolutely done by choice. Your well being and wellness, and now is a good time to make a choice around those things. So, you know, really asking yourself and considering different things around it Am I fueling my body right? Am I staying hydrated and drinking um, the right amount of water or herbal teas or whatever it might be? Am I keeping my body active? And am I exposing myself to essential nutrients like vitamin D? Am I maintaining vital- vitality by getting a good night's sleep in? And am I Reducing stress, incorporating some breath work, as well as being mindful of screen time as I move throughout each day. And also noticing how those things are connected because they absolutely will be. And I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it one more time. The number one thing everyone can do for their well being overall is sleep. That is just unanimously the best thing that impacts and has so many more ripples than we realize. So that's all I wanted to share today. A really quick episode on the things needed to help you maintain that energy and vitality as we start the year and as we move into the year. As always, it's been a delight, an absolute pleasure. And if you need anything else, please reach out to me on socials somewhere along the way. Uh, And I really look forward to seeing you somewhere soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode I really do hope you have enjoyed it the information discussed today was just that information only it's not specific advice if you take action following something you heard today it's important to make sure that you get professional advice about your unique situation before you proceed whether that advice be legal financial accounting medical or otherwise please reach out to me if you have any questions or if this anything else I can do to support your own well-being and wellness journey, whether it's another topic you'd like me to discuss or whether it's support in your school, workplace or individually. And if you do know someone who might benefit from listening to this, please remember to tell them about it, share the episode with them or suggest my Instagram, my website or LinkedIn where they can find out more about me and what I do. And as always, I will see you in the next episode.